Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn from you, and we ask your Holy Spirit to be our teacher. We want to understand how we can receive your protection, Lord. We are so grateful for your Holy Spirit, for your word, and for your faithfulness, Lord. We come to you by faith, and we are not just hearers of the word, we are doers of your word, Father. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. It's so important to learn about divine protection because the world is full of problems, evil people, virus, bacteria, poison, chemical, all kind of things in this world, bad people, demons. So we need to be under God's protection all the time. I would like to continue to teach the word of God concerning divine protection in the book of Psalm, chapter 91, verses 8 and 9, I read this scripture last time. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, or the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. We would like to talk about how we're going to stay in the dwelling place, stay in the secret place of the Most High, under the canopy or under the wings of God. How we can do that, we need to learn from the scripture so that we can be saved. We can be in the safe place together. In Psalm chapter 91, verse 10, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Some people may say that they just release a chemical weapon and the chemicals are everywhere in the air. You cannot avoid being intoxicated by the chemicals. Or people may say COVID-19 spread everywhere in the air. You cannot avoid being infected. But no matter what people say, no matter what I see with my eyes, I don't walk by sight. I walk by faith. I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to keep believing in the promise of God that saying, nor shall any plague come near my dwelling. People may say, who are you, Pastor Lau? You dare to say that. I would answer, it's not about who I am. It's about who God is. And God is a faithful God. He keeps his promises And I'm going to stand on the promise of God no matter what people say and no matter what happened around me. I will stand on the promise of God that no plague shall come near my dwelling. And I want to encourage you to be that kind of Christian, the Christian who walk by faith. We cannot force other people to believe whatever they want to believe, but I'm going to believe in the word of God, in the promises of God. And people may say to you, you know, that gentleman just died in the car crash, died of the car accident, or from sickness, or from any evil thing. This world is not safe, so you're going to die soon too, one day. In fact, I just got the bad news from my workplace that one of my co-workers, one of my partners, he moved to Idaho and he got COVID and he died. Two years after retirement. Wow, when I heard that, I need to hurry to retire now so I can have more time to serve God. But anyway, I don't fear at all because I believe in God's protection. I and Pastor Da are going to live a long life to serve him. No matter what happened to other people, I'm going to stay in faith that God will protect me to live a long life and to serve him. Amen. I'm going to stay 
under His covering. I'm gonna stay under His protection, His dwelling place, His fortress, and I want to be under the shadow of His wing. I'm gonna learn how to do that today. We're gonna talk about how we're gonna stay under the shadow of God, under the dwelling place of God, under the canopy or the wings of God. In John chapter 14, verse 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Today you're going to hear the word love, the word faith, and the word manifest. Jesus said that if you love him, and you obey him, and you walk in love, obey his commandments, his manifest presence shall be around us. We will be protected. Divine protection is connected to living in the manifest presence and manifest power of God. Healing and deliverance are also connected to the manifest presence of God. The Lord said that he will manifest himself. He will show up and he will be around us when we love him and obey his commandments. The question is, is it God's will to protect us from any harms or any sickness and disease? The answer is yes. The question is, can he protect us? Answer is yes. Does he have supernatural power to protect us in any situation, even though it looks impossible? The answer is yes. He is able supernaturally protect us. He can protect us, and it is his will. But we have a part to play in his divine protection. What we do and what we don't do will affect what we receive from God. If we do the right thing, we give his legal right to protect us. In Psalm 91 verses 1 to 2, let me read one more time. He who dwells in the secret place, we're talking about place, of the Most High, shall abide, abide means to live in, to stay in, under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. Fortress is a building that protects the soldier. My God in him, I will trust. So the Bible says that we should find the safe place. The place of protection. Perfect protection. We stay in that safe place. Where is the safe place? Where is the safest place in the whole universe? Under the shadow of God, under the wings of God, in the manifest presence of God. Yesterday, I watched the cartoon about Moses in the TV. The Moses went out of Egypt, and the pillar of clouds and the pillar of fire came up. And the army of the Egyptians could not get to the Israelites. There is the Manifest presence of God, the pillar of fire, to protect them and perform miracles for them, split the, the Red Sea. I like what the Bible say about the mother hen. The mother hen walk around with the little chicks. And when a dog comes, the mother hen will say, come to me, come to my feet. I will put my wing on you. This is a picture of God's protection. The wing, the shadow, the dwelling place, the canopy, the place of protection, the place of safety. God wants to put us under his wing. In Matthew chapter 23, verse 37, Jesus was talking to his people in that generation. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets, And stone those who are sent to her. 
How often I wanted to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. God say, "Come under my wing. I want you to get protection from me. I want to cover you. I want to gather you to be around me, to stay in the safe place." A smart little chick will listen to the voice of the mother hen and runs to her, but an independent chick will just keep walking. Procrastinating and say, "I want to enjoy something on the ground here." Oh, mother, mommy, mommy, wait, wait, wait. A few minutes. After a while, that little chick can be a lunch of a dog, because that little chick does not want to obey the mother. Let's look at that movie one more time. This movie kind of remind us. Wow, many chicks can hide under the wing. It's amazing. When you watch this movie, you can see the picture of God's protection—a canopy of the wings—on all of us. We need to learn how to stay under His wings. If you notice, that mother hen did not adapt to the little chicks. The little chicks have to adapt to her. Came to her, in the same way, God is not going to adapt to you and me. We must adapt ourselves to Him. He is not obligated to protect you and me. Just at anywhere we want to go, at any time we want to go where or whatever we want to do, He's not obligated to do that. We must surrender to Him and stay. Under His wing, all the days of our life, everywhere we go, we must adapt to Him, not He adapt to us. It is possible for Christians to get out of the protection of the Lord and be exposed to the plan and the set-up snare of the enemy. Our divine protection really depends on our decision, our actions. And what we do, and we don't do a lot. If we need God's protection, we need to do our part by staying under the wing of God, under His protection. If you read the news, you can see that a lot of Christians are killed prematurely. Many Christians get involved in car accident, killed by cancer, by sickness and disease. And get into trouble, die prematurely. And people will ask this question: How did God allow this to happen? Why did God allow this man to die so young? He's a believer. In fact, that is a wrong question. The right question should be: What did that guy miss? What did he miss that he did not listen to God and? He got into the trap of the enemy, and he died too young. My brothers and sisters, that's why we need to learn the Bible and understand how we can stay in the safe place, the place of protection. In First John chapter three, twenty-three to twenty-four, I'm going to show you how we can stay under the wing of God. First John three, twenty-three to twenty-four. In fact, Christianity is very simple. Don't make Christianity too complicated. Very simple to me. And this is His commandment that we should believe on the name of His Son Jesus Christ and love one another. As He gave us commandment, now He who keeps His commandments, who obey Him, who follow His command, abides in Him. The picture of 
living in, staying in, abiding or dwelling in Him under His protection, and He in Him. And by this we know that He abides in us by the Spirit whom He has given us. Let me read from Amplified Bible. And this is His order, His command, His injunction that we should believe in. Put our faith and trust in and adhere to and rely on. Everyone say faith. Everyone say obedience. Faith and obedience. The name of his son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And that we should love. Everyone say love. Love one another just as he has commanded us. All who keep his commandments who obey his orders and follow his plan, live and continue to live, to stay and abide in him. He in them. They let Christ be a home to them, and they are the home of Christ. And by this we know and understand and have the proof that he live and make his home in us by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. We can see here two keys to make our life the home of God. And God presence, the manifest presence and power of God is on our life all the time. That no plague can come near us. The protection of God will be upon us. What do we do? To stay in that protection. To make him our dwelling place, manifestation of the Spirit of God upon our life. Let me read one more scripture. In the book of John, chapter 14, 22 to 24, somebody asked Jesus, why did you manifest yourself to us? And why didn't you manifest yourself to other people? What is the reason? Now we cannot get the answer. Why God have the Manifest presence over some people, but not other people. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, again, love, he will keep my word, obedience. Faith, love, obedience. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Staying in the fortress of God, under the shadow of his wing, under his protection. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who has sent me. All of these scriptures show us that in order to stay under the manifest presence of God, under the protection of God, in the safe place, we need to do two things. And these two things will make us busy all day long. You will be very busy. Number one, walk by faith and obedience. You believe in the name of Jesus and you obey what he say. You obey his commandments. Two, you love him. And when you love him, you obey his command too. And love one another. Pastor Caesar, going to give us illustration so that you understand. I have two choices. One choice is to don't care much about God. Yeah, I believe in Jesus, but I don't care about him too much. When he says something to me, I do my own things. I don't care. And I live by myself. But another choice I have is that, okay, Jesus, I loved you. You told me to start the church, open the church in June of last year. I'm going to open. You tell me to go to mission trip, I will go. You tell me to build your church, I will build your church. You tell me to preach the gospel, I will preach the gospel. Lord, I loved you. I loved your people. I am pastor that I want to live for your people. And when I make the decision, he is with me. He covers me. He takes care of me. When I move, 
He moved with me. He is with me all the time, and I am in a safe place. Thank you, Pastor Caesar. Do you see the illustration that you want to live under the protection of God in the canopy or under the wings of the mother hen all the time? What do we need to do? We need to love Him, love brothers and sisters. Please love His church. Please find your gifts and talent, and use those gift and talent and calling. To serve one another, don't be a consumer. Be a servant, because we show love to His people by serving them, being a giver. Love the Church of God and love Him, obey Him. Whatever He said to you, yes, Lord, I will do it for you. I have no if and or but. I'm gonna obey you all the days of my life. If you can do that, very simple. Don't make Christianity too complicated. Very simple: faith, obedience, love, and love one another. Then you're gonna be in a safe place. That's how we stay under the protection of God, the protection place of God, all the days of our life. And one of the way that God Protects his people is through warnings. You remember when Jesus came into the world? Jesus is the most important person in world history. And when he came into the world when he was a little kid, God sent warnings to Joseph and Mary, the parents, to leave the city because an evil king wanted to kill Jesus. And the parents heeded the warnings of the Lord. And Jesus was saved through the warning, my dear brothers and sisters. If we stay in tune with God all the time, we listen to His warnings, we obey Him, we walk right with God. We will not be exposed to the plan of the enemy, and we shall be protected 24/7, every single day, that the enemy cannot touch us, cannot come near to us. So we learn already that in order to be under the protection of God, we need to walk by faith. We need to confess with our mouth. We need to stay away from fear, and we also should obey the commandments of the Lord. That is to have faith in God, to obey God, and also to walk in love. If God tell you, get up and go over there and leave this place, you need to obey as soon as possible. So that you will continue to be under the wing of God. But if you decide, "Oh God, I know better than you. I can do my own things. I don't need to listen to you." Once you make the decision, you step out of the covering of God. I remember about two to three years ago, I was driving to this church at around 8:30 a.m., and suddenly I heard the voice in my spirit. Son, get your car out right now and park on the side of the street. And I was thinking, this is early morning; no car around here. It's two-way lane like this. But I listened to God. I pulled my car off and parked on the side. Suddenly, two cars passed each other like this, and one car was on my lane. If I did not listen to God, I would have been involved in the head-on car crash, and I would. Be in big injury, so you see, I need to listen to the commandments of God in the little things. When I perform surgery, I need to hook up to God all the time and say this and that and do this and that. God told me all the time what to do, so that I will not be involved in a lawsuit, that no one can sue me because of some mistake that I can make during surgery. I don't want to be an independent chick. I want to be. A very obedient, submissive chick. That when my mother hen told me to do something, I would do it right away. Therefore, in divine protection, it's not only up to God, but it's up to you too. What you choose to do in life, 
Are you going to obey God? Have you heard the word accidents? You heard the word accident all the time. People get involved in the accident, medical accident, financial accident. Accident can happen. People lose money. People lose life in a car crash. But I believe that those accidents are setups. The devil set it up to kill, to steal, and to destroy your life. It's not real accident. It's a setup. In Second Corinthians chapter two, verse eleven, let Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. In NLT, the Bible say, so that Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. What kind of schemes and plan the devil has? The plans to kill, to steal. And to destroy, his plans are set up by him to steal something from us, to kill us, and to destroy us. And his plan has timetable. If you follow his timetable, you are at the wrong place, appointed place that he set up, at the wrong appointed time that he set up. You will be killed, and you will get into trouble. This thing happened not only about car accident or about traveling; it happened anywhere. He can send the right people in his eyes, but wrong people to you, to you, to destroy you. On Friday, I performed surgery all day, about eight-hour surgery all day long. And my assistant told me the story. When I listened to that, I can see that we need device protection. He she said to me that my daddy, when he was older, a man approached him to be his friend, took him out for golfing, dinner. Very nice man, very nice friend. And then he encouraged her daddy to invest with him in his company, very famous company, financial company. So he invested a lot of his saving in that company with this man. Suddenly, the man disappeared with all the money. So he lost all the money. Should we be protected? If somebody approach you, and God say, "No, no, 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 don't get involved with this person. He may look nice, but don't stop. You shall be protected." Because he was sent to you by the setup and the scheme of the enemy, amen. This is why we need to stay under the wings of God in every area of life: finances, traveling, job, boyfriend, girlfriend, relationship, anything. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Please listen to the sermon series called "Spirit Led Living." So you know how to listen to the Holy Spirit. I would like to read a story. It's gonna take a while. This story, actually, when I read it, I don't like it, and I ask God, "Why do you put this story in here?" It's not fun to read this story at all. But I believe God has a purpose to put this terrible story in the Bible. Again, we are talking about setup. We are talking about appointed times and appointed place. Wrong place, wrong time. God wants to lead us to be at the right place at the right time to meet the right people, to have association with the right people, so that we will be protected and safe. Let's look at Judges chapter 19, verses 1 to 4. I will read a lot of scripture here to tell you the story. In those days, Israel had no king. Now a Levite, Levite are those who serve in the temple, who live in a remote area in the hill country of Ephraim, took a concubine, a minor wife. He has a wife, but he got another woman to be another wife, which is committing adultery. From Bethlehem, in Judah, but she was unfaithful to him. She left him and went back to her father's house in Bethlehem, Judah. 
after she had been there four months, her husband, that Levite, went to her to persuade her to return. He had with him his servant. He brought one servant and two donkeys. She took him into her father's house. And when her father saw him, he gladly welcomed him. His father-in-law, the girl's father, prevailed upon him or put pressure on him to stay. So he remained with him three days, eating and drinking and sleeping there. A story of a Levite who committed adultery, got a young woman from Bethlehem, slept with her, and then she left him. He followed her to Bethlehem, met the father-in-law, and the father-in-law said, Hey, don't hurry. Stay here for three days. Uh, We're going to eat good food together. We're going to have good time. So he stayed with his servant and with the two donkeys. Verse 5, Then it came to pass on the fourth day that they arose early in the morning, and he stood to depart. So actually the man, the Levite, came the first day. In fact, he wanted to leave right away. He wanted to take his concubine and went home. But he yielded to the suggestion of the father-in-law. Now the next day, on the fourth day, he woke up early in the morning, packed his luggage. I'm ready to go home. This is too long, three days too long. They arose early in the morning and he stood to depart. He was ready to leave. But the young woman's father said to his son-in-law, refresh your heart with a morsel of bread and afterward go your way. Again, the father-in-law said, hey, don't hurry. Stay for breakfast. Maybe you're hungry on the way. You should stay here. Maybe stay another night. Just stay. Don't hurry. Verse 6. So they sat down and the two of them ate and drank together. Then the young woman's father said to the man, Please be content to stay all night and let your heart be merry. The Levi said, I want to go home. But the father-in-law said, Oh, don't hurry. Stay another day. Let's have fun. Let's eat some more lunch and let's fellowship and let's stay together another day. So this is the fourth day already. He planned to leave already, but he listened to the father-in-law. And what happened next? This situation happened again and again. First day, second day, third day, fourth day. They keep putting it off. They keep delaying. They keep procrastinating. We are talking about the appointed time and appointed place in verses 7 to 11. And when the man stood to depart, his father-in-law urged him, so he lodged there again. Then he arose early in the morning on the fifth day to depart. He wanted to leave early because it's a long way on a donkey to go back to his hometown. But the young woman's father said, please refresh your heart. So they delayed until afternoon and both of them ate. Don't be addicted to food too much. This is enjoying eating too much. And when the man stood to depart, he and his concubine and his servant, his father-in-law, the young woman's father, said to him, Look, the day is now drawing toward evening. Please spend the night. Try to encourage him to stay another night. See, the day is coming to an end. Lord, cheer that your heart may be merry. Tomorrow go your way early so that you may get home. However, the man was not willing to spend that night. I think he had enough. He wanted to leave on the first day, but now this is the fifth day to spend that night. So he arose and departed and came to the opposite Jabez, that is Jerusalem. With him were the two saddled donkeys. His concubine was also with him. They were near Jabez, and the day was far spent, evening time now. And the servant said to his master, Come, please, let us turn aside into this city of the Jebusites and lodge in it. 
Remember the set-up plan, the snare of the enemy, the wrong appointed place and appointed time. This Levite did not have to stay in that city that night. He could have hurried to go home to his hometown. He delayed. He ate breakfast. He left afternoon on the fifth day, wrong day, wrong timing. And now his servants say, hey, instead of going home, let's stay here. They did not know anyone there at all. They have no friend in that city, no hotel, no place to stay. But they decided to be there that night. Wrong place, wrong timing. Verses 14 to 22. So they went on and the sun set as they neared Gibeah in Benjamin. There they stopped to spend the night. They went and sat in the city square. But no one took them into his home for the night. That evening, an old man from the hill country of Ephraim, who was living in Gebiah, the men of the place were Benjamites, came in from his work in the fields. When he looked and saw the traveler in the city square, the old man asked, where are you going? Where did you come from? The Levite answered, we are on our way from Bethlehem in Judah to a remote area in the hill country of Ephraim where I live. I have been to Bethlehem in Judah and now I am going to the house of the Lord. He is a Levite. He served in the house of the Lord. No one has taken me into his house. We have bought straw and fodder for our donkeys and bread and wine for ourselves, your servants, me, your maidservant and the young man with us. We don't need anything. In other words, they have food. They don't need anything else except a place to sleep that night. You are welcome at my house, the old man said. Let me supply whatever you need. Only don't spend the night in the square. I think the man know that that city was dangerous. So he took him into his house and fed his donkeys. And after they had washed their feet, they had something to eat and drink. While they were enjoying themselves, listen carefully, this is a horrible story. Some of the wicked men of the city surrounded the house. The wrong appointed place and the wrong appointed time. Pounding on the door. They shouted to the old man who owned the house. Bring out the man who came to your house so we can have sex with him. Wow, terrible. Wicked men came around. The wrong place, appointed place of the devil. And the wrong timing. If this group of people had left the house of the father-in-law the first day, they would have gone home safely and no one died. But this is a wrong day, wrong timing, wrong place, set up by the enemy. Verses 23 to 25. The owner of the house went outside and said to them, No, my friends, don't be so vile. Since this man is my guest, don't do this disgraceful thing. Look, here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. I will bring them out to you now. <laughs> what a horrible story. And you can use them and do to them whatever you wish. But to this man, don't do such a disgraceful thing. But the men would not listen to him. So the man took his concubine, the Levite, gave his concubine, and sent her outside to them. And they raped her and abused her throughout the night. And at dawn, they let her go. It's not fun to read this story at all. But what do we learn here? There are evil people out there. There are demons out there. There are virus and bacteria. There are scam people out there. There are demons out there. And the devil has set up a snare to kill 
to destroy and to steal from you. You need to stay under the covering of God, being in a good church. Obey Him. Christians who don't go to church don't obey God. Christians who are not committed to a local church don't obey God. They get themselves out of the wings of God. Love. How can you show love to brother and sister if you don't commit to a local church? I and Pastor Dad commit to a local church all this year because we want to show love to our brothers and sisters. All the kids in this room, all the young people who sit there, I want to encourage you. One day you're going to grow up. One day you will not be under the roof of your parents anymore. You become 20 years old, 23 years old. You say bye-bye to your daddy and mommy. You have your own job. But I want to encourage you young people, no matter what, have faith in Jesus. Obey him. Attend the church. Commit yourself to a local church. You show love to brother and sister in the church. Love God and love people. And as long as you do that, you are under the canopy and the wings of God. And you shall be protected from bad people, from losing money unnecessarily, from premature death, from cancer. One time I listened to a story of a servant in Thailand. She was in her car driving. She has the gift of seeing spiritual realm. She looked out to the window and saw a couple, a husband and wife on the motorcycle in Bangkok. And she saw a demon on their shoulder. And that demon pushed them like this. And they fell down, have a motorcycle accident and got injured on that road. So demons are out there to push people down, to cause car accident. We need to be in the secret place of the Most High. We need to be dwelling under the shadow of the Almighty. We need to love God, love people, have faith in God, obey God all the days of our life so that we will not end up being exposed to the devil's scheme being at the wrong place at the wrong time and get raped or get killed. Like this story. This is a horrible story. Next Sunday, I'm going to come back to share with you the story of King David, Apostle Paul, and Abraham, that they were at the right place at the right time. It's the opposite story next time. This is a terrible story about this Levite and the concubine. So in conclusion, I want to encourage all of you. Please stay, live in the secret place of the Most High. Abide under the shadow of the Almighty all the days of your life. Stay under His wing. Be an obedient child of God. Have faith in God. Show love in action to people around you. Show love in action. You never give to other people more than God gives to you. Believe me. Really. You never outgive God. You spend time, you help people, and God will take care of you. Amen? I share a little bit my own story. I and Pastor Da would like to show love to people. And one of the ways we show love is to give. The Holy Spirit spoke to us a couple months ago. Donate $30,000, $1 million baht, to a church to build a building. And not only that, give the pastor both of them, another $7,000. Send money to Thailand. Bless this pastor. I and Pastor Da say, yes, we're going to do that. We're going to send money there. We want to support that. We want to show love to this couple who served God for 40, 50 years, very faithful pastors. After we send money, we got a message from another church in Thailand. Pastor, by the way, God spoke to us and the eldership that from now on, we're going to support you financially. We're going to send cash to you every month from now on. 
Did I outgive God? No. I took care of that pastor. Somebody else take care of me, and they want to take care of me and Pastor Da after we retire from medical field. So if they support me another 10 years, the money that I send to that church will be much less than the support from this church. That church is a big, very big church and very prosperous church, very rich. So I am talking about all this not because I want money from people, no. But I want to let you know, show love. Be a giver. Be a blessing to people. And God is going to take care of you. God is going to protect you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. How many people want to stay under the shadow of the Almighty all the days of your life? How many people want to dwell in the secret place of the Most High all the day of your life? How many people promise God you're going to walk by faith? How many people say, I'm going to be obedient? I'm going to obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. How many people say, from now on, I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to show love to people around me. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us how to live in, stay in, dwell in the safe place. The most safe place in the world. That is under your wing, your canopy, your shadow, your fortress, your protection. Lord, we promise you that we're going to walk by faith. We will obey what you say in the Bible and by the Holy Spirit. We're going to walk in love. We will love you with all our hearts. Love you more than money. Love you more than anything else. And we're going to love our brothers and sisters and even our enemies, Lord. We're going to walk by faith and walk in love all the days of our life. We thank you, Father, for your promises in the Bible. Lord, I pray and believe my brothers and sisters at New Hope International Church will not be like an independent chick, procrastinating chick, do their own things. They will be obedient chicks. Lord, we thank you, Father, and they shall experience your grace, your protection, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand up and sing that last song again. Jesus. 
the presence of God and I believe you love the presence of God let us open our heart and ask the presence the manifest presence of God to come on our life right now let us pray in tongue let us open our heart and fill our life with the presence of God together Filled all of us, Father. Pour your Holy Spirit upon us.
Fire! He's for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fill them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Fill them. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shukore kisketa. Shukore kara kokoshketa. Shukore yala pakasheketa yala ba. Shukore yala pakasheketa. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, He loves me. He loves me. He is for me. Jesus, He loves me. He loves me. He is for me. Jesus, He loves me. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord protect all of you. Thank you, bless Lord. you. Work in your life. May the presence of the Lord be with you all the days of your life. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Shukori kaski tarapa. Shukori alapa kaski tarapa. Victory. Provision. May the Lord give good things to your people, Lord, in this church. To Jesus, Jesus, Kuriyala Pakaski. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He loves me. Kuriyala Pakaski. Yes, He loves me. Thank you, Jesus. He is for me. Thank you, Jesus. He loves me. He is for me. We command sickness to leave the people in this room. We command the curses to leave people. We call the blessing of Abraham to come upon everybody in this room. Those single will have good spouse. Those married couple will have godly children. The blessing of Abraham will be upon their life. The work of their hand shall be blessed. Your protection will be upon them. You will guide them. You will show your grace to them, Father, that they know that you love them so much. Bless all of them, indeed, Lord. Give them wisdom. Give them direction. Give them, Lord, favor, and they will depend on you. They will know, Lord, that you are the best God. You are the Almighty God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. God bless. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com.
Absolutely. Absolutely.